The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. It's the start of a new era, basically. Oh, yes. I mean, now that I have this and it's uh, been presented in front of me. Sure. Um, I think... It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. I mean, mm-hmm. but the thing is, it has to be named. Everything has to be named. And that's one of the most important parts. I, I mean, what is something without a name? I don't. Yeah. Is it weird that I want a television outside? Yes. Is that strange? I mean, it's not strange. I remember when we first started the show, there was that bar that's long, long gone. Oh, that yeah. That had the outside TV. It's always fun to watch TV outside. I think it's fun. I don't know if it's trashy, though. I'm going to need to talk to everybody. Uh, Maybe this is trashy. Maybe it's something I shouldn't say. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, but I do want to remind everybody that Sarah and I have voiced an audiobook. And oh my you god, I didn't even know what you were doing. You can go there. to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and click on the Audible link right there on our website and sign up for a free trial from Audible. You get two free books. And on top of that, you can purchase The Zombie Who Cried Human. The Zombie Who Cried Human. Yes, you can hear our voices reading the book. Not with that accent though. No, but I sound like really Papa Zombie and Ma- like I have my my um, professional reedy voice. Yeah, is that what you call that? Your professional my reedy professional voice? reedy voice. No, because I was playing it, it for somebody, and they're like, "That doesn't even sit like that." Sounds so professional. I can't even <laughs> believe that's you. It's a what? Um, Papa Zombie and Mama Zombie walked up the hill. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's well, my that's my business. Well, voice. you can hear more of that by going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Audible link, and purchasing. The Zombie Who Cried Human, the new audiobook. And supporting our pal Brian, who wrote the book. It's, yep. it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, from Cemetery Dance Publications, the same people that published Stephen King, by the way. So it's, it's pretty cool. We're pretty excited about it. And we want to do more of them. So sign up and uh, pick that up. All right. And also, we do want to say thank you to everybody who was out there last night at uh, Helium Comedy Club for Portland's Funniest Person. Sarah and I are, were judging the semifinals. And we're doing, doing it again tonight. We are. It's, yeah. It's it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And Helium, yeah. like the people that work at Helium and all the comedians, it was just, it, it was an amazing time. Yeah, Helium, there's just really great people at that stuff. Yeah, and really amazing. Shayna, Nick, like all of those guys over there are yeah. the coolest. And really funny comedians. It's it's very hard to to actually go through that. It and, is, and, and like it's judge. awkward too because like we're friends with some comedians and then like when I'm saying hi to, to people, like I don't want it to seem like it's any favorite. It's just like you can't not say hi to people that you know. Right. Well, like, it's not favoritism. No, no, but, not at all. Because nobody knows who anybody votes for exactly yeah yeah it's and it's like weird. you know and some people you know their emotions running high because you know this is a, their passion this is what right. people want to do they're in this contest because they want they love what they do totally so they take it seriously but one thing though we did learn a lesson from and that was from last night oh my that God. we will not be repeating and i want to apologize I'm so embarrassed still to anybody that um spoke a little closely to uh to either of us but it was probably me too Although no, was, I wasn't, uh, I don't think I was quite in the same boat as you. Um, wait, what do you mean not in the same boat as me? Well, we both- so so what part of it is, you know, you, you order food because you're there for a while and you have drinks and things like that. And uh, we ordered the... <laughs> no, this was Greg's brilliant idea, by the way. The Mediterranean plate, which is which normally sounds absolutely delicious, and it and it was it was very very good. You know, it's like with the pita bread and peppers and 
cucumbers and all that and a I, big giant bowl of hummus. Let me just say, for the record, I wanted to get the nachos and Greg's all like, oh, we can't eat the nachos in here the, because it's, you know, it's quiet okay, in the comedy well, club. Okay, well, it's quiet. <gasps> Everybody be- around us was eating nachos. Like, you can't hear anybody eating nachos. You are an adult. You could have ordered nachos if you wanted well, them. Well, I know, but we were going to split something and then well, finally you're like the Mediterranean plot. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it sounded delicious. Jesus. I, I didn't sit there and eat three quarters of a bowl of hummus after that, It was though. very delicious. <laughs> so, I am sorry. So, in all fairness, you seem to enjoy it. And the problem is, it's a lot of garlic. It's a lot of garlic oh my God, in so there as garlic. well. And um, we realize that it's probably not the best thing to do in like a public setting with, like that when you're going to be talking closely Jesus. to other people. Yeah. And leaning over, I mean, so are you going to, what do you No, or even just saying hi to people in the hall. Like, we bumped into our buddy Jeremiah, Jeremiah Coughlin. We had him on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, oh, Greg, as I was walking up, I'm like, I I don't think that Mediterranean plate was the best idea. And he's just like, woo, yeah, I don't think that was. And he was still like five feet away from me. Yeah. And he could smell it. He's like, oh, yeah, I could smell it from here. That is so (laughs) awesome that I was like talking to a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a while outside. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so, so now we're like the stinky people. I, Jesus. And we're not going to see them again because everyone that was competing last night isn't going to be here tonight. Yeah. So for, we're known as the stinky people right there. Oh, God. For that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not in a bad way, but it's like, oh, boy, they really like the garlic, don't they? No, because there's no, like, good smell. Like, garlic smells amazing unless it's coming out of somebody else. <laughs> like, garlic coming yeah. out of somebody else's face is, like, the worst. Yeah. And so I'm sorry if you listen and you talked to me last night and my breath was stinky. I am so embarrassed. Well, I want to say, you know, in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for the Sporters Club, Chris just said you don't need to apologize for garlic. People would understand. I mean, that's true, but not everybody is eating and not, you know, most... Most people I, I, are just drinking or like... I don't know. I don't yeah. know what everybody's doing, but when you're just walking down the hallway and we're, we're nowhere near where the food is, so nobody knows you were just yeah, eating that. we're not that. like in a restaurant. We're like... And nobody knows yeah. you were just sitting there eating a Mediterranean plate. They're just like, oh man, Sarah smells like garlic. God. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> Whatever. They all think I'm a spaz anyway. It's like, what can I do? I can't change it. Nope. I can't like talk to... Approach like write a message to each and every person. Like, by the way, I'm so sorry if my breath smells. I was thinking about a train platter because they get us, they let us have free food, and so I was like, totally. Greg and I really wanted a snack, <laughs> and he was afraid that the nachos were going to make too much noise, so we settled on the Mediterranean platter. So this is what you're going to write each and every person. Yes, yeah, so but then it ran out of pita because we split the pitas. There weren't, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't split the pitas. You had a bigger dinner than I did. Okay. If we you want to talk about splitting a platter and and splitting something, and I've brought this up on the show before, I believe if you're going to split something, yeah, Greg's going to be um, uh, notice that how well he shares. Split. It mm-hmm. should be split down the middle. Okay, you cannot get mad at me for sharing. You ate. You seriously ate three quarters of that bowl, and that's that's being. Fair. It wasn't an enormous bowl. It's an appetizer. It wasn't like a big dinner. <laughs> okay, but that's not splitting. It though. was a hearty amount for two people, and you're slow. <laughs> That's we've where talked we're about it. this before. Like I was hungry, and you're a slow eater. And you know what? If we're gonna split something, you gotta you be say, ready to play. I gotta, I gotta eat fast. So we should have just sat there and both like eat as fast as we like. like I was eating as fast as I can. I, I was eating at a very comfortable pace. Okay. And I'm just going to let it sit there and marinate. But I'm a slow eater. I'm a slow well, eater. Well, that's your problem. Okay. Well, clearly we can't share food. And, um, and, and Mike in the chat is just saying, Sarah just won the food race. That's all it was. I didn't know there was mm-hmm. a race. I didn't know there was a race. But okay. I know now. We can't share food. 
Well, I guess like not. we're not we're not no it doesn't work. Well, I'm excited to order whatever appetizer I want for the second you portion. You do it. You get yourself a big old thing of nachos and you just crunch through them. You don't get a single nacho. <laughs> okay. Why? I didn't no. do anything wrong. No. 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 If you're saying that they make too much noise and then I order them, you're not allowed. No, you are absolutely not allowed to have a single nacho. You're just gonna sit there and eat them all to yourself. All of them. And you know what? I'm not even gonna eat all of them. Maybe, maybe I'll give some to like. It's the people next to us. Yeah, but you're not going to give me one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. You're the one that's like throwing me under the bus here saying like, oh, Sarah can't keep Peter not in mouth. Oh, stinky Sarah. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, not a single nacho. I'm going to keep it like as far away from you as possible. Wow. But I mean, how do you feel about that share, the sharing side of that, though? What if I had eaten all of the pita bread and, and, the, and the hummus? Then I would have asked for more pita or I would have eaten faster. It's my fault. You would have been upset with yourself. If we have, if we are co-mingling on a plate together, then I think it's it's whatever goes goes. Like whoever eats it the fastest wins. That's like yeah. that's like cookies or something. Like there's a plate of cookies that you're sharing amongst people. If mm-hmm. someone else has like three cookies and you only get one, like you should have maybe grabbed a cookie. So it's you're you're not saying that's you're a bad bad at sharing. It's the other person's fault for not eating faster. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Wow. There should be, you should at least have some sort of set pace that you eat uh-huh. at. Like, I shouldn't be punished because you're a slow eater. <laughs> some notes in the chat. I do want to bring these up. Uh, Mr. Jakey says, apparently food is the only thing in Greg's life that he doesn't consider a competition. Um, yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's probably right. Tuggy says this seems tense. <laughs> 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 These are the very, very important issues that we discuss here at Fun Employment yes. Radio, and thank you for everybody for tuning in for this. But I'm sure we all have that person who eats too much when you're sharing something, and it's just, I'm saying it's not right. All right, I I'm saying, you know what I'm speed saying? Speed is not the issue. All right, let the me just is... also specify for this, Greg didn't pay any money for it. Yeah, we but that's not, not, that's not the point. I think monetarily, no, no, yes, no, 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 if no, we no. split the, if uh, we split uh, the payment, oh, yo, wait, you no, do not get, tense. no, you don't get out of that. Like we tip on it. And well, of the, course we tip on well, it. Well, and yeah. that was split. So the monetary side is not the issue. Here. All right. Well, I think the issue that's is set, that's set aside. All right. That being set aside, it's not my fault that you eat too slowly. And I shouldn't be punished. I shouldn't have, the, have to, like, sit there and have the food getting old or cold or not, you know, I am ready to eat right then. I don't have to sit and pace myself with you. Okay, Eddie is uh, saying, I think slow eaters don't, don't enjoy food enough to get equal amounts. But, I mean, see, that's the thing. I'm enjoying it. No, I you're stretch not. It out. Yeah, I You said that you don't really enjoy, like, you, well, first of all, you don't like eating in front of other people, and that's no, a I lot don't. of other but people. But it was dark. It's dark, so nobody could see me, and I was hungry. So I felt okay there. Like, nobody was looking at me. Everybody's looking at the stage. So that was okay. I was all right with that. Oh, real quick. We have a live update from Jez. Uh, there's a shootout. Uh, it's shootout time on the World Cup right now. Oh, Jesus. You should leave with the World Cup World before Cup, you sorry. say shootout. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. <laughs> there's a, yeah, you got, you got a lead on that. Uh, oh, really? Like, right now? Oh, Greg, did you ruin Croatia's chances? Oh, I hope Croatia wins. Because this is... Uh, so this is right now Croatia and... Oh, Brahim's saying no spoilers. Are you... God bless you, Brahim, if you're trying to hold off on finding out who wins the this match. Um, Is it England versus Croatia? It's England versus Croatia. I, I don't know how you're... <sighs> Brahim, I don't know how you do that. How do you avoid... Um, and I'm asking that as an honest question. Like, if there's a live sporting event, I know it's going to get spoiled for me. Um, and I wonder how you can avoid... 
in this day and age how you can avoid the results of something. But I won't – I don't know. You. Okay. Well, it's still going on right now. Um, we'll we'll take right. a look well, at that. Well, that being said okay. – Anyway, back to the most important issue. Mm-hmm. When you're sharing food, it needs to be When you're equal. sharing food, yeah. I believe that it needs to be equally split. I'm not going to sit there and just wait for you. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see tonight. And again, we will be down there at Helium Comedy Club tonight for uh, the next night. So there's two more rounds tonight of the semifinals leading up to the finals, which are next week. And Sarah and I will be there tonight. So if you would... Uh, if you're down there, please cheer for us And when they announce our names. And That'd be awesome. also uh, say hello. Yeah, just stop by and say hello. That'd be cool. Yeah, cool. Do we have tickets? We, we might oh, for we the 10 might. p.m. Okay, I think we might do for the for 10 p.m. Okay, we might have a pair of extra tickets, too. So shoot us a message. I can't guarantee we'll still have them, but we if you want to go, um, we may have a pair of tickets to whoever reaches out to us first. Uh, yeah, and yesterday, um, gmail.com. our pals Christy and Andy were able to um, come with us, and since they yeah. were, since they got the tickets from us, uh, we all they got to sit like right behind us, behind the yeah behind mm-hmm. the judges' table. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, it was a fancy panel last night too. I wonder what the panel tonight's going to be. I have no idea. I mean, it's all, it was all like, I don't know if it's some of the same people like, or uh, not the same people. And or... like talent bookers and. Yeah, I don't know. Ex mayoral candidates. <laughs> right. It was a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah so we'll. And then we'll me see. and Greg. And then, yep. And then us two. Woo. So it was, it was fun though. So we'll be down there again tonight. All right. Back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. So the new era and just <laughs> mainly uh, discussing naming things. So, you know, I own a home in Southeast Portland. Oh, and my God. I'm not going to talk about the rat neighbors right now. I'm going to ignore that. I'll circle back around to that. I will have some updates on that, but I feel like we've covered it, and I don't have any new information, and you can uh, listen to the podcast that we've done so far to talk about that, although it does kind of play into a little bit of what I'm going to discuss. So I'm building – what would I a call mystery? it? A mystery? Uh, yes, I'm working on building a mystery. I'm, I'm covering a part of my backyard. I'm building a covering for it. What would the nerd t- name of that be? What would the name of that be? Like a, um, a shed? Like a it's cover. not a shed. I don't know. Like a, a like a porch cover. A porch cover. Okay, I'm building a porch cover in uh, in part of my my backyard. And so what I'm going to do? Here's the plan. And I want to know a couple of things. One, I'm going to need to work on everybody talking about a name. And two, I'm going to need um, to know if what I'm building is. <laughs> I come from the country. This is my idea of what I've always wanted. I like watching television outside. <laughs> I, re- I genuinely enjoy watching TV outside. And so I'm building this whole uh, area. There's going to be a bar and uh, a whole covered area in the backyard um, where uh, in, in my backyard. And I've got a, kind of an area where I, I previously called it the compound. And so I've got this existing old wall that I don't know what the wall was from. And... It's just like half of a wall that's back in my backyard, half of a building. And I'm building into that a covering where I'm going to make a bar and like a whole hangout area. So the the two things, one, is it trashy for me to put a television back there? Yes. It is? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It's super trashy. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody that wasn't trashy having a a TV in the backyard. Having a TV outside? That being said, having a TV outside is amazing. Mm. But- just because it's amazing doesn't mean it's not trashy. Yeah. I mean, 
It's as trashy as good. It's like, really? hey, I done got to be outside, but I also want to watch the picture box. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say it like that, <laughs> but I, I, it's what I've always wanted. I've always wanted an area, and it's going to be covered so I can do it in the winter, too, watch like games out there. And That'd be fun. I'm going to put the television on like a little um, a swivel so it can swivel around, and then I'm making a bar for another section so you can sit at the bar outside and watch television. Wait, so you're making a full bar out there? Um, well, I, I'm going to have a bar top, yeah, Ooh. so you can sit. A yeah. bar top and a TV? And a TV outside. That's the whole plan. Wow. That's what I'm saying. It's a new era of, of gray. Are you going to have, like, plentiful seating out there? Uh, uh, step by step, but, yeah, we're working on it. Okay. You know, it's it's a step by step process. How tall process. is it going to be? Like, your height, or will, can, like, normal people sit, stand No, it and too? it's not done yet, but it's going to, and it might be done this weekend, actually. Partially done this weekend, just step by step, like I said, but the covering might be done. Um, it's going to be about eight feet. So plenty of room. At the lowest point or the highest? Is it angled? Yeah, it's angled. At the it's lowest point, angled. is it eight feet? Uh, the lowest point's like seven and a half feet or something. Oh, okay. It's plenty, hot, plenty tall. Okay. So Scott Daly might be able to. Scott Daly's of the world there. can even go walk the tallies of The tallies of the world can even walk around in there. Oh, boy. So they're, they're going to be fine. Okay. Um, let's see. So uh, I'm taking a look here at, at some suggestions that are coming through. So uh, whether or not the television outside... Is trashy. Uh, our friend Tuggy is saying, no, it is not trashy. It sounds good. I'm and not saying, saying it doesn't sound caps. good. It sounds amazing. It is trashy. It's trashy. Yes. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, a beer fridge, Mike is saying, yes, there would definitely be a, need to be a beer fridge out there. Oh, you can't leave any beer out there, though. Uh, why? Can you? I don't know. In case like somebody sees your awesome party pad and they're like, free beer. The beer would be the least of my concerns that they steal if that's what happens. I mean, everything's going to have to be locked down, and I'm not putting out expensive uh, things out Tony there. Tony is asking... I know this, where I live. Do you want the TV outside so you can watch outdoor porn? <laughs> no, there will be no porn allowed on the outdoor television. No porn is allowed on the outdoor television. Who also, who watches porn on TV? I don't think that's a thing anybody does anymore. Well, I'm assuming that you're not just going to have a random TV out there. It's probably going to be attached to the internet in some capacity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I guess so, that's, so. I don't understand what you're saying with that either. I don't know either. Uh, Brahim is saying, set up a projector outside, not a TV. That way you can't use it during the day. TV! Why would I? Uh, so I don't want to use it during the day? I don't know. You should be doing other things during the day, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but I don't really think you have a projectory area, do you? No. It wouldn't really work very well out there anyway. Yeah. I've tried to put a projector out there before to watch Blazer Games, and it didn't work. Um, okay, so so the trashiness... It sounds like yeah, but I don't. I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway. Well, it's you like, It's been a should. dream I've wanted to have for the the small dreams that you can accomplish, like very small things. That's these are the things that I can do. Those are the things that life is worth living yeah. for. Uh, okay, it's, it's building a pergola. Oh, is that what it's called? A pergola. I think that's what it's called. What I'm building. Building a pergola? Yeah, it's a pergola. Pergola. Okay, I didn't know the right term for it. Yes, a pergola. Oh, that is a pergola. Okay, I'm building a pergola. And uh, Stranded in Bakersfield just said, I just got done building a pergola and installing a TV and audio system for my parents in their backyard. Okay, sweet. It's awesome. Mike says needs a hot tub. Step by step. That'll be the, that'll be the goal. <gasps> Verity has a good question. Do you think, yeah, I was talking about the stolen? beer. Is it something that you can bring out and like. The television? Yeah, you take in every night? Yeah, I would probably need to. Um, or, um, yeah, probably. That's that, so a definite like a relatch, risk. Like you can, it's a definite risk. I'd have to chain it up or something. Or bring it in every, bring it in. You should just bring it in. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get something super expensive. It's not going to Yeah, be I know. But if you're putting in all the effort to put it up, like, yeah. don't just leave it out there. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have to see on that part. Um, but, okay. So the, here's the other problem. The big problem that I'm, that I'm going to have, the big issue, is it needs to be named. Every area of my property is named. Like, I've got a name for everything. All right. Wait, I know that there's the gimp room, but what else is there? There's the gimp room, there's no man's land, there's the DMZ with the meth heads, now rat property, Um, there's, uh, everything's pretty much got a name, and then the area where this is, is called the compound right now, but I think when I put in my pergola, look at me use that word, pergola. And then you should, like, say that you're building a pergola and that everyone looks confused, like, be really snobby about it. Be like, Oh, you don't know what a pergola is? You don't know what a pergola is? God. Who doesn't know what a pergola is? Anyway, that area needs a name. And so I posted something on Facebook about this, asking for names for uh, for this area. No, my backyard does not look like that. I know. That I nice. was making a very... Uh, goals, goals, <laughs> but no, I'm not to that, that level. Uh, okay, so so it needs a name. And I think the compound's the whole general area, but where the pergola is needs its own name. And I've, I posted this up just asking for suggestions. Mm-hmm. And some suggestions I got were uh, Nibstock no. was one. A lot of rat names. <laughs> rat hole, ratopia. No, no rat names. The TV room, the rot shack. The nib hole. Ew. Come on down and hang out at the nib hole. Hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, you're just gonna, you want to come over and just hang out at the nib hole? Yeah. No, ew, Want to come over and see my nib hole? (laughs) Nib hole is not too bad. Uh, Nibtopia. The G spot. Ew. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying the suggestions that were given to me. Uh, Fortress of Solitude. Oh, the Fortress of a Solid Dude. I like that. But no, (laughs) Want to come over to the Fortress of a Solid Dude? That sounds like you might... Do bad things there. Or watch porn there. Uh, the the EHQ or the Nibtique. <laughs> I like that. Just says, what about the radio? No, no the rat patio, names. Of the no patio. rat name will, will live. Off, well, no rat name will happen for that one. Oh, uh, Vicky's saying you could just call it the pergola. No, it's got to be cooler than that. It's got to be cooler. You didn't even know that word existed until like three minutes ago. I'm building a pergola, but the whole area needs a name. So it's Thunderdome, uh, Fun Emporium. Greg's Place, Nibs Dibs, more Ratopia, a lot of rat names. You know what it should be? The Shire. What? I just thought of something. You look like you've got something on on your mind. Yeah. Because no, I was thinking I'm of names Niblandia. and thinking about, no, thinking about things that people name their stuff after. And you think about boats and like. Nibleristan. And things that people, they don't usually name them after themselves. They name them after something or somebody that they love. Okay. What about something with butters? What about butters bar? Butter bar. The butter bar. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, our buddy has Levi's Lounge. Mm-hmm. That's after his uh, his dog. Butter's bar. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I got to think about that one. Las Gregas? <laughs> That's awesome. I kind of like that. <laughs> Welcome to Las Gregas. That's pretty damn amazing. That is Rick... Uh, Rick from Atlanta in the live chat. Hello, Rick. Um, Hello, Rick. Las Gregas. Viva Las Gregas. Oh, my God. How have I no. never thought of that before? That's amazing. You should call it the Spritzer Shack. Mm, yeah, that's or not the, bad. You could even call it, like, the Spritzer. The Spritz. The Spritz. You're hanging out at the Spritz? We're going to the Spritz. Okay, that's that's good. Las Gregas is pretty. 
great. It's Chris a says great the wall. phrase. I don't know if it's a name. Viva Las Vegas. And then you'd be singing that all the I'm time. I'm saying that anytime Las Vegas comes up now. I don't know how I've never thought of this before. That's a gift that's been given to me. Mr. Flack, <laughs> Mr. Flapjack and Butterman Bar. Oh, the Butterman Bar. Welcome to the Butterman Bar. They call me the Butterman. Um, hmm. Summer hit 2018. <sighs> there's some really, uh, there's some good suggestions in here, but I think it's important to name things. Like, do you ever name like your cars or? Yeah, I name cars, or? but not like not like George or something. Like I name them. It? Well, our first, I remember. Um, growing up when we would go camping a lot, my parents got this really old, like, 70s silver trailer that um, and a Grand Wagoneer. Do you remember Grand Wagoneer? That was with the wood siding? The wood paneling on the side. It was, yes. like, this maroon, beautiful, um, like, cracked, like, like ivory upholstery inside this Wagoneer with this big silver trailer that uh, my parents would stay in and then make my sister and I camp outside. But uh, I call it the Silver Bullet. Well, that's... That's not that original. Oh. The Silver Bullet? You mean it was it was one of those trailers that's that called like, a Silver Bullet? No, it wasn't called a Silver Bullet. It was like an Airstream or something, and then I called it a Silver Bullet. Um, okay. Well, like, I, all right, so, like... Um, as a creative person, yeah, I know you're a very creative person. I was, like, nine. Okay, well, I, you know, I Jesus. named... I named Caterpillars Fuzzy and... Yeah, you're real. Yeah, real Breaking the barriers there. I know. Um, I did when I had... When I got my first car... In college, I did have a Saturn that was like a tan, like a sparkly tan color, and I did name her Champagne Supernova. Oh, my God. You named your car Champagne Supernova? Yeah. Like, how would you even say that? Like, I'd be like, all right, you want to take Champagne Supernova? Want to take a ride in Champagne Supernova? Oh, my God, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Did you just love Oasis? Is that what it was? I don't know. It was just champagne colored, and it was... Just the song was popular. It just made <laughs> sense at the time. Champagne Supernova. Okay. Like what? What are your better names with Fuzzy the Caterpillar? Um. Well, what for the backyard? Yeah. No. What? What have you named before? Except for well, like, I've got the X Nine. That was my. That was my uh, Black Ranger that I had. You're right. I mean, I have a name. I've named. I kind of went through a list of things on you my just property. Named- the Compound, The Gimp Room, No Man's Land, Those are just DMZ, all, like, scary things. Those are all, like... Spider what? Village. Yeah, those are all, like, nightmare names. Spider Village. That's another one. Um, Courtney says my car in college was named Daisy. I'm just saying, there's, there's a lot of choices here. And uh, I think I'm going to need some listener help on this one, as far, mm. as, as far as what we end up naming these things. That's where I'm at. Well, I really want it to be something fun, because I... What you need to do... It's find somebody with a wood, like a... Nib um, hole. No. That is kind of funny, actually. <laughs> Go hang out at the nib hole. Like, but you need to get one of those wooden plaques. Like oh, I will have to chunks. get a wooden plaque. No, but the chunk of wood that has, you know, you know that, um, that <laughs> automated like uh, wood carving tool? Yeah. Like the rounded one? Yeah. And do like the nib hole. I'm gonna, I need to make it. Okay. I think it needs to be the nib hole. No, I don't think it needs to be the nib hole. Now, okay, that, now that you're actually getting into this, I don't think I want it to be the nib wow. hole. Wow. Okay, well, now it absolutely needs to be the nib no, hole. No, Las Gregas is pretty good. Las Gregas is, is a great phrase, but it's not a nib Viva Las no. Gregas. Uh, of note, the too. The nib hole. Uh, Brahim saying, will you be holding FER events there? Maybe we could come up with a contest. Oh, I don't know. I get weird, but... No, yeah, I mean, it's there... Maybe we'll come up with a contest and like 
one person will get to come over. Ooh. Um, also, I'm taking a screen cap of... I'm sorry, I'm sending you... Like, you look great in it. I'm sending you a screen cap of, of our image of what's frozen on my computer right now. Yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble with the live video, so working on that right now. No, I'm sending you okay. a present. Okay, cool. All right, are we doing some World of Crazy? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillin. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right, first um, off, have a, have a nice story because, you know, I like to hug you before I hit you. First up, a Nebraska 16-year-old who owns 1,841 pieces of Muppets memorabilia has set a Guinness World Record with his collection. A 16-year-old. How many pieces? 1,841 pieces of Muppets memorabilia. Wow. So uh, this guy's name is Rhett Sa- uh, Safranek, 16 years old. Uh, he holds the record How for does the- he have that many at only 16? Uh, he said he began when he was only two. He said, all right, so his collection began when he was only two months old. And his obsession with the Muppets, some of his first memories were watching the Muppets um, when they bought him two Best of the Muppet Show VHS tapes. Oh, the Muppet Show was pretty good. It was so good. Um, Safranek, who was born the year the Muppet Show celebrated its 25th anniversary of its premiere episode, said his parents told him they bought more tapes after seeing how much he liked watching the, the few episodes that he had over and over again. The teenager said that his collection includes VHS tapes, stuffed animals, games, McDonald's Happy Meal toys, and objects autographed by Muppeteer performers. Remember when uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toys were like a they big were deal? amazing. It was a big deal. Yeah. And you'd try to collect them, but, you know, it's always hard to get all of them, but, um... Yeah. No, I remember, I remember that. that. And mm-hmm. yeah, my sister and I would argue over mm-hmm. them. We'd have to trade. They were so cool. Like all like the plastic dolls, mm-hmm. and then they had like be like Garfield or Muppets Yeah, and they would be or... like good quality. Yeah, they were. Too. They yeah. were like not these like rinky dink like crap toys. Like they yeah. stay together. Yeah. Anyway, um, wow. We're old. Uh-huh. Um not the way toys today are built, you see. I love they were high quality toys. Muppets and Muppet babies when I was a kid. You seem like you'd be into Muppet Babies. I was way into Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. I was after Pound Puppies. Wasn't as into Pound Puppies. They didn't interest me No, but I remember Muppet Babies and Pound Puppies were like back-to-back on whatever channel that we were watching it on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Pound Puppies, eh. Muppet Babies, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I had the, yeah, I had my metal lunchbox of Muppet Babies. Pound puppies were so cute because I don't. You definitely couldn't do that today, but they would come. Uh, do you remember the box that pound puppies would come in? I never had a pound puppy. Okay, pound puppies would come in like a makeshift kennel. That was like a pound kennel. Okay. Yeah, and so the pound puppies, when you'd get them, you'd pick them up, and they would be like in a cage, basically, and you'd get well, your puppy from the pound. Yeah. Hmm. I think they all had like they had like hearts on their butts or something. I think so. Anyway, pound puppies. That's weird. Um, so he also operates a Twitter account dedicated to his collection, although that did not get included in the tally of his memorabilia. There you have it. A 16-year-old with a dream. I respect that. Here's a creepy older man with another dream out of North Hather- Hather- Haverville. North North Haverville. North Haverville, New Hampshire. Police say a man with a fetish for women's underpants posed as a smoke alarm inspector to gain access to apartments near Plymouth State University in New Hampshire. Well, the newspaper reports that 40-year-old Jared Ryan of Bethlehem pleaded guilty to two counts of burglary for unlawfully entering off-campus residences. He was sentenced to six months in jail and was told to undergo counseling. Police in Plymouth started investigating a report of a suspicious man knocking on apartment doors, asking if he could check on their smoke alarms. 
Police said he also entered other apartments without invitation. They eventually learned of his identity and what he was trying to do. That's really creepy. That's super. Do you remember when I was at WSU, there was an underwear thief? That was while you were there? Yes. Was that the guy from Corvallis? I don't remember, but it was in like 98, 99. That's when I lived in the dorms, and that was when he was in the dorms. I'm pretty, yeah, because I'm pretty sure because I had heard about it. But I didn't know how close it was. So you don't know if he walked off He did not take any of my underwear. Um, so, uh, let's see. So That uh, noise police... sounded really Jeez. bad way. I said that. It wasn't supposed yeah, to be like, a, Ugh. No, it was a, Ugh. A little self-conscious, Greg? Ugh. Well, uh, Deputy Police Chief uh, Alex... Sung uh, Koo Kim? Yes, that guy. Yeah. When was it? Was it 98? 99? Mm, I don't know if it was... Or maybe it wasn't... No, I think it was I when it I was, was in college, after. but it was like between 98 and 2002. Something like that. It's yeah. like Sungku Kim, right? Yeah. Oh, different guy than the one in Corvallis. Okay, so Corvallis had a had a uh, had an underwear thief too. Okay, well anyway, we don't need to look them up. I'm sure we can spend hours searching for underwear thieves. But uh, I mean, I have a story about one right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was when I was there. All right. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um. So uh, he wanted. So you to take... don't know if he has your underwear. I don't, he does not have my underwear. Um. So he eventually admitted that he went into their apartments, pretending to check their smoke alarms, so he could steal their woman their underwear. But alas, he wasn't successful because none of the renters trusted him, and they always followed him around the apartments. Mm. Smart on you. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. All right. Do you remember that sweet story about the sixteen-year-old who, um, you know. Collects all that Muppet paraphernalia and how he's, like, yeah. living his best life. The one that we just talked about? This is the opposite of that. Okay. Police find 82 grams of drugs inside of a Wisconsin woman's vagina. Police say the woman hid the drugs. 82 grams. That 82 seems like a lot. 82 grams is a lot. Police say the woman hid the drugs inside of a plastic bag, which the she then put into nature's bag. A Wisconsin Gross. woman is facing felony drug charges after police say they found 82 grams of drugs inside of her. Desiree Webster, 20 years old, was arrested in Shawano, Wisconsin, after police pulled over the Monte Carlo she was driving while her companion, the, her companion. A companion. Sounds, you know what companion always reminds me of? Uh, cheaters. Did you ever watch that show? Oh, yeah. He's always uh, like, uh, mm-hmm. Melissa and her companion then left the car and, and proceeded companion. to the... And her companion Pers- then left the car and proceeded to the bar where they had many drinks and danced a little while. Proceeded to be intimate with each other. It was then she and her companion engaged... In intimate behavior. In, yes, in intimate behavior. Mm-hmm. Her companion, 39-year-old Gerald McCollum who was a convicted drug dealer, was also in the car. Uh, officers pulled over the car after getting a tip that McCullen might be selling heroin, cocaine, marijuana, methamphetamine, and other drugs. Wow, and other drugs. Police say that McCollum's uh, M.O. was to his modus operandi, wasn't it? Operandi? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Modus operandi. Mm-hmm. Was to travel with, uh, with a woman who had slipped the drugs into her vagina. If police stopped them. So this is something that happened quite frequently. A police dog... They got stopped quite frequently? No, with the women that he was traveling with, his modus operandi, yeah. I... Mm-hmm. Would be to travel with women who would then take his drugs and stick them in their vaginas. Yeah, okay. He had a very specific type of woman. Right. Well, a police dog showed particular interest uh, toward Desiree Webster's crotch area. Oh, uh, after that. a corrections officer performed a strip search on Webster, she suggested there might be something hidden inside. A CT scan of her pelvic area was uh, taken at the hospital, uh, showed something that looked like a plastic bag that was about the size of a human fist, 
Emergency room doctors uh, said it's not uncommon for drug dealers to smuggle contraband inside of various orifices. Uh, They found 82 grams of drugs inside of her. Here's the breakdown. 37 grams of cocaine, 15 grams of methamphetamine, 28 grams of synthetic weed, 6 ecstasy pills, and 1.2 grams of marijuana. Wow, that's a lot. It said that if the bag had ruptured while inside of her, she would have died. She's been charged with four felony... Oh, excuse me, she wasn't... She was charged with six felony drug counts, including uh, possession. She was also charged with eight counts of felony bail jumping, stemming from an earlier good decision that she had made. Uh, McCollum was charged with four felonies, blah, 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 blah. Felony, felony. I think I'm just going to end with that one. Okay. All right. I'm starting to get warm and delirious a little. <laughs> yeah. That, my friends... Is your world of crazy? Crazy. Are you drinking water? It's getting warm in here. I'll drink plenty of water. You don't I'll drink a lot of water water today. I know I don't. I know I don't. I had a little bit of an issue. Yes, you're stressing me out. Greg, okay, can everyone do me a favor and write Greg a message or even post on his Facebook page? No, don't post on my Facebook page. Send him an email to greg at funemploymentradio.com and tell him to remember to drink water (laughs) because you... He keeps getting dehydrated and he's not taking care of himself and it's really starting to piss me off. So I'm actually threatening to like call my dad and and have my dad like call Greg and scold him for not drinking enough water. Especially since like tomorrow it's gonna be ninety-six. And this goes for all of you. It is very important that you drink enough water. Dehydration is a serious thing. I know. Your body needs water. Remember to drink water, especially since tomorrow, like here in Portland, I know it's hot ever. Tomorrow's supposed to be ninety-six degrees in Portland. I know, drink I'll your do water. Better. I'll do better. Listen to me. Drink my water my right now. Greg, have us have a drink of water. Scaring me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the problem. So, well, you won't know unless you drink your fucking water. I know. I'm gonna drink my water. All right. Uh, I do have just a quick thing of ball talk. Quick little bit of ball talk. All right. Because Sarah, there is a scandal brewing. In the world of ball talk. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. The scandal is this, Sarah. LeBron James. He won't participate in the dunk contest? Will not. It's a mystery to all of us. But also, he's in L.A. now. And uh, since he's in L.A. now. It just seems like, just right, like the mayor of douchebaggery should just go to douchetown. Like, it just seems, it totally makes sense. And sorry, everybody who listens from, we have a lot of listeners down in L.A. Come on, you know all of us. Ugh, God damn it! Of course he's on the Lakers. Anyway, of course he is. Where he would have gone nowhere else. No, it just makes sense. There is a scandal brewing though about something that he did, and some of his new Laker fans may be turning on him. Uh oh! Because LeBron James apparently owns uh, has partial ownership of a um, pizza chain called Blaze Pizza, and Blaze Pizza has some. Franchises all around uh, the LA area. And he posted, LeBron James posted something because uh, I guess all of the ones in the LA area were giving out free pizzas from 2 to 5 p.m. yesterday to celebrate LA Braun's arrival. That's how they spell his name now. I'm not kidding. It's capital LA Braun. Okay. La Braun. Yeah. Anyway, to celebrate, they were giving out free pizza. And LeBron James posted something saying, retweeted it saying, haven't been to a pizza party in a minute, Culver City. And then with his eyes, the googly eyes, basically implying he was going to go to Culver City. So I'm guessing 
Because he's in ball talk, he might not have made the journey. Thousands of <laughs> Lakers fans showed up at the Culver City Blaze Pizza at noon, a full two hours before they thought maybe, they thought maybe, possibly, he was going to show up because the free pizza was from two to five. Well, fans waited for over six hours with no LeBron James arriving, and he did not show up, and now people are pissed because they read his tweet as implying that he was probably going to be there. It does kind of sound like it. It does sound like it. But, I mean, seriously, you're going to show up two hours early because maybe LeBron James is going to show up at a pizza place? So now there's there's very mad people, some very angry people. There's a man, let's see, what's his name is? Petey. Petey? Uh-oh, don't make Petey mad. Petey says, after six hours, I think it's time to call it quits. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> this is what Petey said gesturing to the people uh, behind him in line and they all brought you know there's a bunch of the people that bring like basketballs get them signed and all of that stuff mm-hmm. so thousands of people showed up to the Culver City Blaze Pizza and no and alas LeBron no LaBron no LaBron James um, yeah it's, it says by 2pm roughly 2,000 people were waiting in a line like a line that developed for nothing <laughs> so that's what happened wow. so scandal for LeBron James. Also, in the world of World Cup... Uh-oh, should you give a... In case somebody's taping it for later? Well, I'll give an update on that. Yesterday's... If you didn't watch yesterday's... I'm sorry. Uh, France beat Belgium. 1-0, as they say. So France is in oh, the no. World Cup final. And right now, as we speak, Croatia is battling England. England. And there is no winner as of right now. As of right now when we're broadcasting this. So that's all I can say. I won't spoil anything for those of you listening live. Although by the time you listen to this podcast, the results will be in. But that is where we're at right now. Go Croatia! All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk, sir. I wonder how many people are going to be mad at me. Everybody's mad at you. Yeah. I think Nibhole is definitely like... Nibhole? Yeah. Because you also have that, you know, that Courage song, Firehole, and like Nibbler. Like, I don't know. It just, it seems like it made sense. It's also, oh, I could name it after a Courage song, Firehole. I don't know if I want to name Forest no. of Despair. Yeah. Hmm. Swank Manor. No. Ew. <laughs> That's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is really sad. All I right. I Nibhole. I can see that. I can see that written on a hanging sign, on a sign connected with chains onto uh-huh. your per. Pergola? My pergola. All right. I think it's time we wrap up for today. Also tomorrow, yeah, it's going to be, this is nothing today. Yeah. So oh. let's let's do the show for as long as we can tomorrow, but for safety reasons, if it's getting too warm in here, we, we might have to. We'll, we'll judge it tomorrow. Greg, drink your water. I will. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, who listens to Fun Employment Radio. We really appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. And, um, yeah, we thank you for your support. It's it's really cool. Uh, don't forget, you can join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club for $6.99 a month. The first week is free, or $80 for the entire year, and that gets you access to the archive and to all of the... Uh, a lot of stuff that we put up in there, including our live videos and uh, live chat and all of that stuff. 
that's available for you no matter when you have a chance to listen. Even if you can't listen live, we still get you still get access to everything. Um, you still get some secret fun stuff. Secret fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Coming up tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Back on tonight on the network, 6.30 p.m. Awesome. Pacific. So to, tune into that. And if you are going to be at Helium's uh, Helium Comedies, Portland's Funniest Person competition tonight, say hello to us. That'd be wonderful. That'd be cool. Yeah, just stop by and say hello. We'll be at the judge table. You can Judging. walk right up. Yeah, we're, we're you can walk right no, up and just say. no wall. No, yeah, the security is very lax for the it judge's is. table. Yeah. Yep. You can walk right up. I'll give you a fry. No, you won't. No, I probably won't. No, yeah. absolutely not. You've counted those things out. Yeah, I probably, I mean, maybe. Well, at least know. what we've learned today is that we're not sharing food tonight. We are not sharing food. That sounds great. That's not happening. And we're not getting the Mediterranean platter. That's what we've learned not to get the Mediterranean Even though it was platter. delicious. We're not going to share food. No, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah. It's just because of having to talk to people right afterward. Um, and uh, on top of that, uh, I'm going to put a television in my backyard and I don't care if it's trashy. In the nib hole? Viva Las Gregas. No. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. All right. Back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you.